Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah Wood. And as a church, um, we are going to enter a season of fasting and prayer. And as a prelude to that, let's read from Ezra chapter 8, verse 22. Ezra 8, verse 22. This is, let's start from 21 actually. He says, Then I proclaimed there, as there at the river of Ahava, that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him the right way for us and our little ones and our possessions. For I was ashamed to request the king an escort of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy on the road. Because we are spoken to the king, saying, The hand of our God is upon all those who for good who seek him, but his power and his wrath are against all those who forsake him. So we fasted and entreated our God for this, and he answered our prayer. But notice what he said. He said, we fasted to seek from him the right way for us. The right way for us. And as we have entered a new year, uh, you don't know what's ahead. Uh, only God knows. But thank God we serve a God who knows. And as we pray and seek his face, he will show us the right way to go. And he says to, for, for God to help us against the enemy on the road. Because we are said that the, 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 we are said to the king, the hand of our God is upon all those for good who seek him. So we are praying into the year. And, and, and you can do it. I know, you, I know you can fast because when you um, have to go for a physical or something, when you get there, they will ask you fasting or no fasting. <laughs> and so I, I know you can fast. <laughs> so uh, just miss a meal or two. But the, the point, the, the, the greatest thing, the be- greatest benefit is in seeking the Lord. A time that you are spent on your lunchtime, eating, having a conversation with somebody, you can set it apart, be by yourself, read the Bible, pray, and talk to the Lord. And as we, you do that, I can assure you by the word of the living God that this year will be an amazing year in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The right way to go so that you avoid the pitfalls, don't make bad decisions, all this, and you receive wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, it's so important to have a goal, a dream, a vision, and start with God first. And, and, and one year, I was talking about this, uh, and I was referencing Habakkuk chapter 2. Uh, we'll talk about this more in, 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 the, in the message today. But I was referencing the fact that in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4, um, Habakkuk chapter 2, from verse 2, he says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will come, it will not tarry. So he's saying that write the vision down. And one year while I was talking about this, a lady took, 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 took the challenge and she said, I, I wrote it down. I mean, have a vision and a goal for every area of your life. And, at the, at, and she had a goal, and at the end of the year, in about 18 months, she came back and said, exactly what I wrote down is what has come to pass, and my life has been turned around. Amen. Amen. So write the vision down. Write the goal down. 
in any area of your life concerning your family, your health, your finances, how many people you want to lead to the Lord, put it down. And you'll be surprised that it will come to pass as you cooperate with God. Maybe you're a parent or a grandparent and you, you, your goal and your desire is to have your kids back in church, your grandkids back in church. Same way that you give them a, a natural education, have them, give them a Christian edu education from, from that standpoint. Make it a goal, make it a point, and write it down. And the, the truth of the matter is, if you want a change, you have to be willing to make a change. If you want to see something different this year, uh, you have to be willing to make a change. And I can assure you by the word of the living God that there is hope for your life. There is hope for your family. There is hope for your finances. There is hope for your life if you are willing to do what God tells you to do. Your word, your life will never be the same. Amen. Amen. So let's get into our Bible lesson today. Turn your Bibles with me. We are talking about God's word as our foundation. Joshua chapter 1. And we are picking up from where we left off last Friday. Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. He says, let's start from verse, from, from verse 1. Now, after, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am given to them the children of israel every place that the sole of your food tread upon i have given to you as i said to moses from the wilderness and this lebanon as far as the great river the river euphrates all the land of the hittite to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as i was with moses so i will be with you I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to these people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to your, to your fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, you see, the Moses had died. And if you are Joshua and you have been called to step into the shoes of Moses, that's not an easy shoes to fill in. And you see, Moses also represents the past. Moses had worked great signs and wonders in the midst of the people to bring them thus far. He parted the Red Sea. He hit the rock, water came out. So many mighty miracles. And the Bible says that at the age of 120 years, his, his, his eyesight was not, his natural strength was not abated, nor was his eyesight dead. See, no warning. I mean, he, he's gone. 
If he had, maybe if, if, if he had been sick or something, that's a different story. But this man lived out his full length of days, and now he's gone, and Joshua has to fill in the shoes. And God comes to Joshua and says, whether you like it or not, Moses, my servant, is dead. Move ahead. He's not here. And you see, as we have entered the new year, the first thing that we have to let go of is to let go of the past. The past defeats, the past failures, the past disappointments, the past hurts, all these things, they are already gone. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that no matter what may have happened in your past, no matter the disappointment, no matter the difficulties, in the mighty name of Jesus, receive the grace to let go in Jesus' mighty name. It, it's, sometimes it's, it's not an easy thing. It's not difficult. One time, a certain lady uh, went, went, to, went to a pastor for, for a counseling session and, 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 and she just blurted out, my husband doesn't love me. And the pastor said, what, what do you mean your husband doesn't love you? Um, and, she, and she said, he, I mean, he, say, he says that he's trying to get a promotion, uh, so he works very hard and, and, and comes late at home. And I think he's trying to avoid me. And then the pastor pro started prodding further. And when he, he started asking her questions, it, it turns out that when she was a child, uh, the, the, her father was, was an alcoholic. And so being an alcoholic after work, uh, he would go and hang out and, and, come, and come out, come home very late and avoid the, the whole family. And so uh, for her, from her perspective, anyone who comes home late after work doesn't care. And because of that, it had carried over from her past. And now it, it had come over into, in, into a present circumstance. And she was trans translated it to say that her husband doesn't love her. Uh, husband, please come home early because if, if, if somebody has a past like that, you are traumatizing them. <laughs> but the point is, let go of the past. <laughs> let go of the past. The past is past and gone. You cannot change it. Notice what the Bible says in Philippians. Let's go back there again. Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. He says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I do not count myself to have apprehended. There is one thing I do, one thing I do. If there is one thing you should do as we start this new year, he says forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He has seen so many things. But he said, I don't consider myself to have arrived. I can assure you by the word of the living God that God has a great plan for your life. 
And if you will let go of the past and embrace the future, embrace this year what God has, and begin to cooperate with him, you will see the hand of God at work in your life. Forgetting those things that are behind. Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I thank you for the plan that you have for my life this year. I thank you for the plan that you have for the body of Christ. In the name of Jesus, I am a part of that plan. Thank God you said you have a plan for me. In Jeremiah 29, 11, he says that he has a plan for you to give you a future and a hope. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Anybody that walks with God has a hope. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I can assure you by the word of the living God, that God has a plan for your life and there is hope for you. The enemy may whisper in your ears and tell you that there is no hope for you. Everything is going downhill. Oh, but not with God. God is saying to you this morning, I have a plan for you to give you a future and a hope. Forget those things that are behind and press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There is hope for you. There is hope for every aspect of your life. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a God who is alive. There is hope for that, written, for that marriage. There is hope for your children. There is hope for your career. There is hope for your health. You may have received a report that says that nothing can be done, a health report that says nothing can be done from the natural standpoint. But thank God we serve a God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you will cooperate with him, he will heal you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. No, there is always hope. And in the name of Jesus, I see you as you walk with God, God transforming your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So he said to him, look, Moses is dead, but press forward. Keep moving forward. If you are going to make it in this year, uh, you, we have to keep moving forward. Arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them. God has a promised land for you. God has an inheritance for you. But so long as you keep looking back, you will not arise and cross whatever is ahead of you. And in the mighty name of Jesus, no matter what is ahead, receive grace to be able to cross over to the other side. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So very important, leave the past behind. Two, you must be willing to rise up in faith. You don't cross Jordan just by yourself. You don't see change by yourself. In fact, where we just read from in Habakkuk chapter 2, 
Right what chapter 2, right where he talks about, notice this, how about you chapter 2? Let's go back there again. He says, for the vision, verse 3, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold, the upright, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. For you to see the dream, the goal, the vision comes to pass, there is faith tied to it. The just shall live by faith. And the reverse is true, uh, you die by doubt. So make a choice and a decision that this year, your faith is going to go to another level. And for your faith to grow, for your faith to grow, that God's, God's word has to be the foundation. You don't go, I mean, how does Moses go and dare Pharaoh without faith? You see, some circumstances, the circumstances, the impossible circumstances of life will only change by faith and in the mighty name of the lord jesus as you develop your faith i see god moving on your behalf in the mighty name of the lord jesus you don't come the storm on the sea by yourself it takes faith the mouth of the lion doesn't become shot just just by happenstance no, no, no. It takes faith. You don't dare the fiery furnace like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If you don't, just by natural, natural happiness. No, no, no. It takes faith. For you to make it in these days and times, we have to believe God. So he said to him, let's go back to Joshua. He, he makes the statement, he says to him, look, the way you are going to be able to make it, notice several times, verse 5 says, he says, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to these people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only, verse 7, be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Day and night. Day and night. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Be strong and very courageous. That just shall live by faith god knew what was ahead of him he has the responsibility to take the children of israel to the promised land and there were enemies along the way all together joshua conquered 32 kings 
not in his own strength, by doing this. He says, the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. When you get to Jordan, the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. When an enemy king comes against you, the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. As we go through the year, be very conscious of the words coming out of your mouth. It refused to be negative. The people who were negative didn't make it this far. The people who kept complaining and murmuring did not make it this far. They, 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 they perished in the wilderness. No. God is on your side. This year I am going to make it with God. God wants you to be successful. God wants you to be prosperous. I mean if he didn't want Joshua to be prosperous and the children of Israel to be prosperous, why would he tell them this? He wants you to succeed in every area of your life. Uh, who, who wants to be successful? Everybody here. <laughs> and, and those online as well watching. <laughs> but he says that the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. What are we going to do? Keep the book of the law in your mouth. That's why the word of God becomes very important. If you are full of the word of God, in, no matter what comes up, that's what's going to come out. If you are full of something else, that's what's going to come out. <laughs> if you wake up in the night... <laughs> I pray this never happens to you. But if you wake up in the night, and let's say you're going to get to the light, to turn on the light or, or do something, and you um, accidentally uh, hit your, your toe against something, and it's very early in the morning, what is in you is what's going to come out. <laughs> pray in the name of Jesus, may this book of the law not depart from your mouth. Build your faith. Get the word of God on the inside of you. That's how you're going to make it this year. And all throughout your life. Because if Joshua encounters the enemies and starts talking negatively and speaking against God's, God's word, there is no way he's going to be able to see the promised land. Same for you and same for me, for me everyone. The just shall live by faith. Commit to building your faith this year. Don't let down your guard. God has gone ahead, ahead, ahead of us. But the word of God is what is going to make all the difference in our lives. Without God's word, you cannot make it. But with God's word, you are going to be able to make it. Get to the place where you say, Lord, whatever I see in your word, that's what I am going to do. I am committed to doing your word. Very important. This book of the law 
shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. That's what we are looking for. Who is going to make their way prosperous? You are going to make your way prosperous. One time, um, they asked George Washington, the, the mother of George Washington, the first president of, of the United States, said, what, was this, what is the secret of your son? He said, when he was very young, I taught him very early to read the Bible and to obey the word of God. You see, the word of God is, the, is what is going to be able to make you wise and help you make good decisions. The wisdom that you need for every area is going to be, is going to be found in the word of God. So simple things like waking up and making time to, to read the Bible makes all the difference. Timothy was a young pastor of the Ephesian church. And Paul is writing to him and making a recommendation to him. He says, and that from a child, 2 Timothy 3.15, he says that from a child, Thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. The holy scriptures which are able to make you wise. The holy scriptures which are able to make you wise. The holy scriptures which are able to make you wise. Don't play around with this book. If you want to be successful, the same thing that he told Joshua, the same thing that he started saying to Timothy here, he says that the scriptures is able to make you what? God's word is applicable in every area of your life. It is full of wisdom. So this year, make it a point that every day you will spend time reading the word of the living God. And he goes on to say, all scripture is given by inspiration of inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. It's no different for the businessman, it's no different from the for the pastor, the student, everybody. And then he tells says to Joshua, meditate in it day and night. Meditation means to ponder. Literally in the Hebrew, it means to matter. Say the word of God to yourselves. Repeat it to yourself. So that what will happen? When you do that, thank you Lord Jesus. He says that when you meditate on the word of God, he says that you may observe to do, Joshua 1, 8, according to all that is written in it. 
as you meditate on the word of God and repeat it to yourself, you will begin to see how the word of God applies to the circumstance and to every situation that comes up. You may observe to do, observe to do, according to all that is written in it. If you want to accomplish anything worthwhile in life, set at least 15 minutes every day meditating on the word of God. 15 minutes minimum. Pondering on the word of God. What does, it's, it's, it's sometimes it, it can be difficult with all these devices and gadgets. You put them aside for 15 minutes and ponder on the word of God. Repeat the word of God to yourself. It will make all the difference in your life this year. As you do that, I see you successful in the name of the Lord Jesus. No one shall be able to stand before you. When, you. when you chew your food, when you eat your food, you chew it before you swallow it. Meditation is the art of chewing on the word of God. So you can get the juices. You can get the wisdom from it. You will see what to do. You will know what, what to do in this circumstance. Very, very important. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When we read the Bible, we should enjoy it. Uh, now we have the Bible, uh, Bible, Bible, Bibles on apps and, uh, and all those things. Um, so, but Smith Wigglesworth was a, a great English pre preacher. And he, he described it this way. He says, I, before he steps out of his house, he considers himself undressed if he steps out of the house without his Bible. He might as well go out without any, any, any clothes. And every meal, before every meal, he will read, after every meal, no matter where he was traveling in the world or whoever he was with, he said after every meal, he would take out his Bible and read a portion of scripture, and usually it was a man of faith, so it, would be around, it was around faith. And you say, we fed our body from a natural standpoint, now let's feed our spirit. No wonder he was such a man, man of faith. <laughs> Another man of God put it this way, he said, so many of us, he was referring to us as Christians, he says, we'll feed ourselves three hot lunches a day, or three hot meals a day, and feed our spirit one cold snack a week. <laughs> and expect to grow up in faith. How can you do that? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 4 verse 4, Man shall, never let that verse leave you this year. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. But by every word. That proceeds from the mouth of the Father. So it's using a natural thing, bread, that feeds your natural body to say that God, the same way bread feeds your body, 
The word of God will feed your spirit. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. This year, may you not be too busy. It sounds very simple, but this is, that's the key for God's word. Feed on the word of God every day. This message is go back to them. Feed on it as the podcast. Feed on the word of God. Fill your spirit with the word of God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Don't be, don't be fed up with it. You have, we are, there's so much more we have not seen in the word of God. So com- commit to developing your faith. And as you do, you will keep moving forward and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's Put this together with Psalm 1-1. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 1-1. He says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. And whatever he does, he'll be a failure. No, 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 no. Whatever he does, shall prosper but let's go through this he says the blessed person is the one who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly there's god's word the wisdom of the word of god then there's the wisdom of the world which usually is against god's word but he's saying that the person who is going to walk in the blessing the person who is going to see the hand of God in their life must make a decision that they are not going to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. If somebody tells you to do something, ask them, where, where is it in the Bible that I should do this? That, that's, that's how somebody lives here. Said, where is it in the Bible? Where does the Bible say I should do this? I refuse and refuse. To walk in any counsel that is not in line with the word of God. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor stands in the path of sinners. Nor sits in the seat of the scornful. People who like to. Uh, scorn God and his word and, and make fun of God and his word avoid them like a plague they're not going to help you they're not going to take you anywhere make a decision this year that everything that God has for my life on the table 
I am going to walk in the fullness of it, and I am not going to let anyone stand in the way. Because ultimately, the truth of the matter is, when we all stand before God on the judgment day, you'll be there by yourself. <laughs> and God, the Bible says that the books will be open. You, see, you have to live, you, see, you have to live, we have to live with the end in mind. When I stand before God, what am I going to say to him for the life that I've lived? Uh, when, when, I, when I was in college, one of the things that I used to do, and that's, that, 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 that used to do was to, uh, for examinations, look at the past questions. Look at um, the questions that have come out before from the previous same, from the same subject or course. And go through them. Most likely, there are only so many questions you can ask from a course. Go through those past questions. So I know what the expectation is in the exam room. When I get there, no surprises. So uh, when you get to heaven, one of the, the, the way to live your life is to always live with the end in mind when you stand before God, what are you going to say? Which brings me to my next point. When, commit to living a lifestyle and growing in your love for God. Uh, one time, somebody took a field trip to heaven and came back. I called call it a fish because they went and came back. If you go to heaven and don't come back, that's not a field trip. <laughs> yeah, we, you are there waiting for us <laughs> to come and catch up with you but he went and came back and he was surprised because he, when he said he said I saw thrones and when he saw thrones he said that the people that were closest to the throne of God and he was surprised because some, some people he wasn't expecting to see them that close but one of the very first things that you get graded on, they, or you get, everybody will get graded on, is our love for God. Not on your title or anything. It's your love for God. Remember the first commandment, Jesus said, is to love the Lord your God with your all. Those are not ordinary words. Those words will... will it will come up on, the, on, on, on that day. Matthew 22, 36. He says, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is, this is, the, this is the, the grading point. Everything that you are doing in life has to start here. That's what we are, we are going to be judged on. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love the Lord your God. When you love God, you love his word. When you love God, you love his house. When you love God, you love what, he's, he, what he loves. The greatest interest of God in the earth is to see people come to the saving knowledge of God. So when you love God and make that your priority, when you get there, that's, 
that's, that's, the, that's the starting place. <laughs> I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that in this year, may your love for God Burn hotter than ever before. Lord, I love you with my all. What you love is what I love. What you don't like, I also don't like. He said that this person, his delight is in the Lord. Very, 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 very important. In Revelations, thank you, Lord. <laughs> he was writing to one of the churches, which was very cold. And he said to them, in Revelations chapter 3, he says that, verse 16 Verse 50 says, I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, I become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. They, they started out we talked about this when we looked at the seven church. They started out very, on, most, most of the time, when you get born again at first, you, uh, you want to do anything for God. But as time goes on, the love wanes. And he's saying that because they are not in position, when it comes to their love walk, they are losing their place. I pray in the name of Jesus, may you not lose your place. I said, may you not lose your place. I said, may you not lose your place. This is, so start, live, start this year from that standpoint. When you get to heaven, that's your love for God, no matter what you are doing. Ask yourself, am I growing in my love for the Lord or not? In Revelation 2, 5, 2, verse 4, he talks about this church, the church at Ephesus. He says, nevertheless, I have somewhat against you because thou hast left thy first love, your first love. Remember, therefore, from whence you are fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. So because their first love was not in place, he said he was going to remove their lampstand. So your place and your love is tied to your love. It's the first grading point. May your love for God this year burn hotter than ever before. Lord, whatever is in your word, I commit to doing it. I mean, when two young people uh, fall in love at first, uh, the, where the other person is, 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 there's no distance away for them. 
They'll find a way to get there. When you love God, you will find a way to get into his presence. May the love of God be burning in your heart in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. What is, where did the time go? My Lord. <laughs> it goes by quick when, you are, when, you are, when we are feeding on God's word. Amen. He says, let's go back to Psalm 1 verse 2. He says, but his delight is in the law of the law. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose late also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. My Lord and my God. Doesn't matter if he's flipping beggars, he will be a prosperous person. It doesn't matter if he's a student, he will be a prosperous student. He will excel in his exams. It doesn't matter if he's a businessman, he will excel and be a prosperous business person. Whatever he does shall prosper. In the name of the Lord Jesus, as you commit to the word of the living God this year, I see you prosperous and successful in the name of the Lord Jesus. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of the living water. Who that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. When you are planted by the rivers of living water, when you are planted by the river, when the dry season comes, you will not feel it. You will bear your fruit in your season. In the name of the Lord Jesus, this year you will be a fruitful branch of the Lord Jesus Christ. I said, this year you will be a fruitful branch of the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter the heat that comes on the earth, the people that are connected with God, the people that love God, the people that serve him and are planting after him, you will make it. He says, what happens? He says, the ungodly, verse 4, are not so. But I like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the, congreg- in, the, in, in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. You don't want to be on this side. That, that's, that's, not, that's not nice. Every wind that comes blows you. Because the truth of the matter is the winds keep coming into the air. The ungodly, they are like the chaff. The wind that comes blows them. But the wise person, Matthew 7, 24, that has built and is a doer of the word of God, the storms of life come to all of us. That person's house will stand. Your house will stand in the name of Jesus. I said your house will stand in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. It, it, it just takes a commitment. As you are making your resolutions, include God in it. Don't start this year and say, this year I am going to do this thing. And you get to March, and you don't even know where the resolutions went. No, that will not be you. I said that will not be you. I said that will not be you. Blessed is the person, the individual, who has made the decision to go all out with God. Jeremiah 17 verse 7 says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spread out its root by the river and will not fear when he comes. But its leaf will be green and you will not be anxious in the year of drought. No will cease from yielding fruit. My Lord and my God. You will not be anxious in the year of drought. You will not fear when he comes. Your leaf will always be green. I am relaxed, not fearful. No, because God, God lives in me and I feed on his word and he's with me all the time. May the hold of fear on your life be broken this morning in the name of Jesus. May the hold of fear be broken over your life. So this morning, I pray that you will remember that on the cross, Jesus Christ bore the curse for you. And he has made a way for you to make it. This year, make a decision. You are not going to sit in the seat of the, or the ungodly or with the scornful. You are going to associate with the people of God. You are going to associate with God and his people. Just the truth of the matter is we, we get strength when we are in his presence. I pray in the name of Jesus that may God be your hope and your confidence. But no matter who you are, wherever you may be, the question is, do you have a relationship with God? The person that delights in the word of God who put their trust and their confidence in God will make it. But the ungodly are not so. Which side are you on or not? In the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. If you are online or watching on TV, wherever you may be, someone may have shared this with you, or you may just have, just have turned on the TV and come across this. Maybe you are in the break room, you are in the hotel room, you are in the hospital, wherever you may be. Do you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you know Jesus? Jesus. 
The Bible says Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through the Lord Jesus. This is not the time to play around. This is the year to get serious with God. This is our year. We are going all in. You have to make a decision and take a stand for the Lord. In the name of Jesus, no matter who you are, the past is past and gone. Let it be a year of a new beginning for you. A fresh start. The way the year will go depends on the decision that you make today. To go with the Lord. The Bible says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. No matter who you are. The gospel is for everybody. Every tribe, every race, everybody. Every boy, girl, woman. The gospel of the Lord Jesus is for everybody. And the gospel, the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ is what changes your, will change your life. The Bible says that if you hear the word of the Lord, Today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. Don't put it off. Don't keep postponing it. Today is guaranteed. Now is the day of salvation. If you are willing to begin a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, I am going to lead you in a prayer and pray like God. Is right there with you. Just say, Lord Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead. And today, I confess you as my Lord and as my Savior. Forgive me my sins, make me new, and give me a fresh start. And help me live the rest of my life for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you are watching and you are saying, Pastor, I want a new beginning. I had used to know God. I used to be, I mean, on fire for God. But some way, somehow, like the Laodiceans, uh, you have become lukewarm. Make a choice. That as we start this year, you are starting on a clean slate. Ask God to forgive you and to give you a new beginning. And make a commitment to obey the word of the living God. To be a doer. He says you observe to do. You will observe to do. You will observe to do. You will observe to do. Thank you, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk 
So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 